The end of Perak we're talking about the concept of Tiferes, the Ema is Kastor Dezor, right, which is the idea of Das, which is the concept of the Rotsen Tachtoin, and we said that it is the key to the Midos, that this is the highest, this is the key to the Midos, that's where we left off yesterday, and we gave a number of different examples of how a person could have a tremendous uh, Tainug in something, and yet, as soon as a certain piece of information comes in, the tainuk disappears. The example that we gave was the ice cream. And all of a sudden, when a person feels that, right, that he has all this ice cream, whatever, it tastes so delicious, it looks so delicious, I'm going to eat it. And then someone comes along and says, well, yeah, it, it looks great, but, you know, we just put a little bit of cyanide in it. And all of a sudden, the person's ready to back off. Now, mitzad, the ice cream itself, nothing happened. But there's a piece of information that was, that was given over that changed the person's point of view. And the other example that we gave was the Arizal's mikveh, the Havdil, I guess, right? That no one's interested in going into a freezing body cold, you know, freezing cold body of water, right? Regardless of when it is. Yet, and especially it's, you know, you know they're there with like, uh, like a hundred other uh, interesting looking characters, right? In this, uh, you know, beautiful cave and, you know, going into this... Uh, you know, beautifully crystal clear water, right? Anyone that's been there, at least in recent years, I don't know if you could say crystal clear water. Maybe back when I went the first time, you know, 30 years ago, whatever it was, it was a little bit more crystal clear. Nowadays, it ain't, at least the last few times. Anyway, no one's interested in doing that, yet you're able to, you're able to push yourself, and you're able to go into this body of water Right? It's something that you clearly are not interested in doing. Yet, based on the intellect that you have, the intellect acts as the driving force to push you to do things that you may not want to do. The other example that we gave was exercise. Right? In other words, no one's really interested in going out for a 10-mile run. Even runners are not interested. I mean, I remember in high school when I was on the you know, track team and we used to run miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, and no one's interested in doing that. Especially not, you know, to get start running, right? Okay, fine, you're on, you, you have to do it, you're going to do it. You know, okay, fine. But the point is, is that what makes you do it? So that is the lower level of Ratsan, right? The lower level of Ratsan comes from the intellect, that the intellect says, this is what's good for me, right? I am not healthy, God forbid a person says to himself. So therefore, what is he going to do? He goes to the doctor, and the doctor tells him he has to exercise for 30 minutes a day, uh, three times a week, four times a week. But he wants to sit on the couch and watch TV. Right? So what is he going to do? So he thinks to himself, you know, well, he really wants to live a long life, and he wants to do uh, And he, he gathers up enough information that is now going to cause him to do that exercise. Right? And when he's finished with it, he's like, oh, thank God I'm finished. Whatever. He's so against doing it, from the beginning, the middle, and the end, but yet he does it anyway. Why? Because this is the exact point that we're saying. Tiferes de Ema is Kesser de Zoh, right? That the Tiferes, the main body of your intellect, of your information, i.e. The, the Bina, right? Now becomes the driving force, the Kesser, the Rotsun of your emotions, which is the real you, right? And that's what drives you. Okay, so let's go back inside. Uh, where are we? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. I think we're I, I, in the old books. On, we're on Yud Aleph, four lines from the bottom. We brings a, a, a proof from Torah Or um, Parshas Vayakel. In the new books, where are we? Anyway, Yud Ches. 
Okay, it says like this. Betoira or parashas v'yakel isa derotzen zeh hu bechinas das tachtoin. So the Alter Rebbe says that this rotzen is known as das tachtoin. Now, bechlal, what does it mean, das tachtoin? If you have das tachtoin, what does that mean? There's das elyon, obviously. So what's the difference? Anyone know? Anyone come across this before? Okay, so das elyon is possibly one of two things it talks about in Chassidus. Das Elyon is either the connection between Rotson and Chachma, but more likely it's usually talked about as being the connection between Chachma and Bina. That's called Das Elyon. Now, why is it called Das Elyon? Because very often we get an idea in our heads. But Lav Davka, am I interested in sitting on that idea? And usually Davka Lav. In other words, you have to have zitzvleich to be able to sit on an idea. In other words, the first time you look at a taisvus, let's say that you've now gotten the skills to learn a taisvus, or let's say you're hearing it for the first time in class, right? And you listen to the taisvus. When you hear that taisvus the first time, it might be like, I, 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 I sort of get it. Like, I got, like, there's a little bit of a question. I got the question. Well, maybe I got the question. Mm, yeah, sort of I got the question. Uh, oh, there's the answer. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I sort of get the answer. At that point in time, it's in the state of Chachma. Remember my example from, from medical school and residency, right? What's the three levels? Three levels. See one, do one, teach one, right? That's how the procedures work. So when you're at C1 level, right, that's your first looking at that Taisvus. You're first looking at that piece of Gemara. You're first looking at whatever it is. You sort of get the idea. Now the question is, are you going to sit on it and try to really figure out what is this question? If someone were to ask you at that point in time, what's the question of Taisvus? Guaranteed you cannot answer. It's not that you don't have any idea what it is. You sort of have an idea what it is. But to put it into words, to be able to answer what is the question of Taisvus, that you don't have. Now, the question is, are you going to have the connection to be able to sit and try to figure out, let me try to figure out what is that question of Taisvus? What is it? And you try, you look at the words, and you try to think about it, and you talk to your Chavrusa, and your Chavrusa talks back, right? This happens in real life all the time. You hear something, you think something, someone comes up with an idea. Am I going to be lazy and just go to the next you know, past the donuts? Or am I going to sit on it and try to figure out what is it that we're really talking about here? That is Das Elyon. Das Elyon in the person is the connector that makes me sit on this idea and stop and say, okay, let me figure out what this is. Right? That requires effort. Das is what's going to make you require the effort to put it into Bina. And now I'm going to see... Okay, let me really figure out what is the question of Toysus. Do I, re- I really don't understand what the question is. Let me think about it a minute. Ah, now, oh, now I get the question of Toysus. So what happened? I went from Chachma to Bina. But it's not smooth. Chachma to Bina is not a smooth transition. Don't think that it is. It requires effort. Right? You see it all the time, uh, especially with like kids, like when I'm learning with my, my kids, Right? So we learn through a Mishnah or we learn a piece of Gemara or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, so you get it? And yeah, oh, yeah, I got it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, sure, you got it perfectly. Okay, what, what are we talking about? What's the question? You know, you know, like, like the, yeah, like, you know, like my mayor has, you know, you know what I mean, right? 
you don't know. No one knows. I don't know what you're talking about, right? It's it's a child's way of looking at it, but it's also my way, you know, 55 years later, right? The same thing. Because we all have this, and you see it in every aspect of your lives. Along comes the grid, the, the you, you want to work on it. Oh, so let's really figure it out. This is part of the idea of, um, of why you have to, you know, sit down after class, whether it's Gemara class or Hasidic class, and go through, the, go through it. And this is why also most people can't do that or don't do that. They don't want to do it. Why? Because it's hard, because it requires effort. When you listen to a shear, it's very simple, as long as you're not bored out of your head and you're not thinking about Monday Night Football, right? But the point being what? The point being that it's, it's in today, to on tomorrow. It doesn't really require effort. But when you have to sit down now and try to figure out what is this mimer saying? What is really the question of the Rebbe here? What is really the question of Taisus here? Whatever it is, that requires effort. That's Das Elyon. Once you can force yourself with Das Elyon to really bring it into your understanding, then you could open up to Das Tachton. Because once you understand the information, then it's going to make an impact on you. It's going to then come down into your Midos, which is the main part of you, and it's going to affect the way you live your life. That's the way it works. That's the way the model of a human being works. That's the whole concept of Chabad Hasidus, basically. Chabad Hasidus says, right, as I told you yesterday or the day before, all Hasidus is all about one thing. How do I turn on my Midos? Every aspect of the Baal Shem Tov is about that point. And there's a difference of opinion between Chabad and all the other Hasiduses. Chabad Hasidus says that the best way to turn on your Midos, the only real true way, the longer, shorter way, right, is by putting the effort in. If you're not going to put the effort in, it's just going to be a fleeting uh, experience, which could be like jumping up and down and dancing and uh, this tremendous high from that, but then it just disappears within you know five minutes. Um, to make a longing, uh, lasting, a long-lasting change in oneself, it requires das. It requires das elyon to go from chachma to bina. That's the first bridge. And then it requires das tachton to bring it from bina into the midos to make a real change in yourself. Haraya. Look at, the, look at our example from two days ago or a few days ago with the smoker. Right? Smoker, you smoke, 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 smoke. And everyone's, uh, if you look at the package of cigarettes, it says, this cigarette will kill you. And no one wants to die. But he's looking at it. It doesn't really apply to him. What's, is, there a, is there something lacking in the information here? No. It's right there. It's right in front of him. No one's saying nowadays, well, there's a difference of opinion, you know, whether it's good for you, whether it's bad for you. I mean, everything else is a difference of opinion. You know, you should, you shouldn't. Yeah. With smoking, there's no difference of opinion. Everyone, but, so how could it be that people still smoke? No, it does. Then all of a sudden, a person starts coughing. And the person starts feeling bad. So now the question is, is he going to do something about it? Is he going to go to the doctor or not? He doesn't really want to go to the doctor because he doesn't really want to hear what's going on. So it requires already something can, to make him go to the doctor. And then when the doctor says, ah, it looks like you have some black spots, God forbid, on your lungs, God forbid, right? All of a sudden, uh, it turns into das very quickly. All of a sudden, it becomes real by him. Uh, is this, a, is this a surprise? Like, what, what do you mean? Did someone, did someone fool you? Did you not see the cover of every pack of cigarettes that you smoked for the last 30 years? Like, what, what happened here? Well, yeah, 
That's, that's the difference. So that's what he says here, that this... This idea of this Rosan is the Das Tachta, the Das Hu Maftecha the Kal Shis, right? Like it says, right, in Kabbalah, the Das is the, is the key, Maftecha, from the word Mafteach, the Kal, which includes in it Shis, the six, six what? What? Great, six emotions. Shahu Makor Amidos Vipnimius Shalahem. This is the Makor, this is the source of the Midos, and also it's Pnimius. In other words, it, it works as both aspects. Because it drives the midos. And therefore, that's really important to know. Think about it, Mitzad, the, the negative point of view. What's a bad mida? Tell me a bad mida. Angry. Angry. Okay, so I get very angry, let's say, at someone, right? So I have that mida in me, as everyone else does. The question is, how do I control that mida? Uh, very hard to control. I mean, look, most people get angry on a very regular basis. Some people more, some people less, but, uh, you know. So this information could be very helpful for me. If I realize that the das is the highest of that mida, as long as I am putting the das into whatever the mida, into that anger, that this guy did this to me and he did this to me and he did this to me, and so I'm going to lash out at him. So how do I take away the anger? How do I take away the anger? Take away the das. Look at, it Look at it differently. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So the idea is take away the das and the meat is going to disappear. It's like you're taking away the gasoline, right, from the car. You, it just stops moving. You don't, you don't take it away forever, but it, it loses its energy. It loses its highest. So that's what he's saying here. Right, told us. Look at the Torah. Next page for the guys in the old books. El Hamidos So there we go back to our main point, which is that it is the mamutza between Moichin and Midos. das who das It's also the kli, right, to the das elyon. Right? Because this is the whole idea, like we said before. This is already the idea, like he's saying, of the machshava that's in the mayach, the idea of the chachma that's coming in. So what is it that we learn out from all this? The bishabbos, going back to our idea of Shabbos. The Shabbos ha'elamos mekablim chayoisa mebechines pnimius dafka. So what do we say? We said on Shabbos all the upper worlds go out, right? All the chitzonius goes up, up in a way, and we're receiving only from the pnimius. Vahaynu mebechines machshava, shehu bechines atzilus, which is the level of atzilus. Remember that was our problem before. Wait a minute. We said, but we're getting it from bria. Then we said, no, it's br- the kalim, the bria that goes up into Atzilus. Right? Atzilus, Shiba Atzilus. What does that mean? What does that mean? Atzilus, Shiba Atzilus. Hmm. No? Think about it, always think about it in terms of force, right? Everything is the same idea over and over again. You have 
Again, you have Chachma, Bina, Za, Malchus, that's four. Yud, K, Vav, K, four. Atzilas, Briya, Yitzira, Asiya, four. They're all used inter, in, you know, in the same way. So if you say Atzilas, Shiva, Atzilas, what is that? That's Chachma, Shiva, Atzilas. Right? The same idea. Right? Do you, you follow what I just said? It's a synonym. Right? Yud, K, Vav, K. Good? Atzilas, Briya, Yitzira, Asiya. Same topic. Right? Chachma, Bina, Za, Malchus. Same topic. So you could use the same letters or words to mean the same thing. So Atzilus of Atzilus would be what? That would be Chachma of Atzilus, right? It's the same idea. Don't get confused by the Kabbalanese. Okay? It's confusing for people. But it's not really that confusing if you stop and think about what he's saying. So then he says, So we said before, the Aliyah, the elevation on Shabbos is from the Chitzonius. Remember, this is going back to the first Mimer. And like we said in the first Mimer, back in Elul, what we said was that what happens on Rosh Hashanah? All the Pneumius goes up, right? Remember the example that I gave from the telephone answering machine or the subway, right? Like you got the words, but without any intonation, without any emotion. Adyom Rosh Hashanah Shalidei Tkiyas Shofar, until Tkiyas Shofar, right? That's when we are able to draw down the Pneumius back into the world. Vayidei Amiras Malchis, Zichronis Vesayifras, and through saying the three sets of ten Psukim in Musaf, of Rosh Hashanah, Nimshach Lachinus Panimius. Okay, so what did we basically say with this? We came back to our original point. Our original point was discussion on Rosh Hashanah, which was that in Rosh Hashanah the Panimius goes up, and we were receiving just from the Chitonius until we are able to reach up to the highest levels to draw down the Panimius. Discussion number two was Shabbos. What happens on Shabbos? Shabbos Chitonius goes up, and now we're only receiving from the Panimius. Right, those are the two conversations that we've had so far in this Hemshech. Now, let's go weiter. What? What exactly is the Machshava Shibimaya? Machshava, we're saying is that is, uh, he's basically saying the Chachma. That that's referring to, that could be used as an, an, a synonym of Chachma. Right, so we're able to receive the Chachma. So to understand the Pneumius that goes up on Rosh Hashanah, it says in the Zayar, Parshas Emor, Daf Tzadik Tes, so Muhammad Aleph, Tachazi. What does it mean, Tachazi? What's Tachazi? Come and see. Come and see. Right? Tashma, the famous word, right? Tashma is in Gemara, Tachazi is in Zayar. Chad, when? Hahu Shoifer Ilah, that Shoifer Ilah, Bahainu Bina, Dinihira. Which has the light of everything, the kula of everything, bay. Right? So this is the time when Chachma is shining. Okay. When it goes up, below Nahir, and it does not shine, Lebinyan. Right? Or Lebanim, right? To the suns. Right. In other words, when when go back to what we said. Uh, let, let's just finish this, and then I'll, I'll go back. Hainu she'ein meirim meichem bezal, namely that the meichen are not shining into zal. Hefach mibichinas mibara ela. The opposite of saying who created all this. 
which is the idea of giving birth, and the revelation of the Midas from Bina, at that time the Moichin go up, Okay, let's talk. Everything that we've been saying for the last three days, the opposite happens on Rosh Hashanah. The main topic for the last few classes has been what? Tiferes Abina becomes Kesar Lizah. Right? That when you understand something very well, when you understand something, when you got something in your mind, you got it, now it's going to impact your emotions. And your emotions are going to be born out from it. Right? That's what we've been discussing. For example, right, this whole thing that happened in Eretz Yisrael, right? The more information that you start to have about what happened, the more you get more emotionally, uh, it starts to shake you. And if it doesn't shake you, there's something wrong with you, right? It mamish it gets you more and more upset and, and, and uh, to the point that you can't think about anything else and you get so frustrated and upset and sad and uh, depressed and uh, every, every terrible emotion that you could possibly... But let's say you just heard, you know, okay, uh, Israel at war with Hamas. And that was it. That was the whole thing. How would that impact you? In a very, very superficial way. Right? Yeah, what? Yeah, they had so many wars already, and the missiles are going this way, the missiles are going that way, you know, but it's like, uh, like it's already, you know, you know uh, so they shot a couple of missiles in from Gaza, you know, it's like, uh, they shoot missiles all the time, nothing happened, you know, nothing. Uh. But the more information that you have, and you start reading these eyewitness accounts, which I don't recommend, it's like, it just shakes you to the core, or seeing, God forbid, videos of it, it's like, it's even more than that. Right? It's like it just overtakes you because the you is your emotions. Again, the you is your emotions. Right? So all of a sudden you get to a state where you're like, uh, you know, I've spoken to Shluchim that, that feel like they, they need psychiatric care now or psychological care now because uh, they're so impacted by what they, what they heard and what they saw and whatever. And they're going to, you know, medical professionals, mental health professionals because of it. They're, they're just, you know, it's 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 so impacting, and if it doesn't impact you, there's something wrong, right? And it change it shakes up your emotions. That's what it means to Ferris the Bina, which is the main part of your understanding. Like you really understand this information well. It's not just headline Hamas and Israel at war. It's lots and lots and lots of details. In other words, where does the pain come from? The pain comes from the details. Remember that's Bina. Bina is what? Bina is details, 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 details. Get more interested, more involved, more details, more details, more details. And the more details that a person has, what's going to happen? It's going to, it's going to then become a keser tezah, which means it's going to now influence my emotions. And I'm going to be shaken to the core. Now, what we're saying here is that on Rosh Hashanah, the opposite direction is happening. Let's say you took away that whole, that whole Kesser to Zaw business. That now all of a sudden that's going away. Right? That you are, so to speak, if you could take a vacuum and suck it up, right? Remove it and bring it back up into, into the mind. 
And then let's say that you could take away the mind, take away the details from that. If you could take away from a person, I think that's actually one of the things that they do with PT, you know, people with PTSD. What are they trying to do? They're trying to remove, so to speak, or try to take away like some of the details that it clouds it or whatever. I don't know exactly the, the different ways that they do these things. But what's the objective? The objective is you've got to get it out of the details and out of his mind just going into these details. And uh, So what are you left with? What you're left with is you have a bunch of emotions. Because remember, Bina is not making the emotions. You have emotions in you. But they're in a dormant state. So now all you have is the chitzonius. All you have is the shell, so to speak. So you have these emotions naturally in you, but they don't have the energy flowing through them. It's like having a telephone without any, without any electricity in it. It's not that the telephone disappears. The telephone doesn't disappear, but the telephone is not able to do its job, right? You bought the telephone in order to connect to people. That's why you bought a telephone. But if it doesn't have any electricity in it, so then it's not going to do that job. But it's not that the Kaylee disappears. The Kaylee's still there, right? So that's what you have now. You have the emotions that are still there without a chayis in them. And as you lift up, right, this is what's happening on Rosh Hashanah, as you lift up that chayis, that panemius part, you just start lifting, 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 and then you go up to Bina, and then you are going to lift out all the details, then you're going to go suck, suck it back up to Chachma, right? And that's what's happening. So what are you left with? You're left with the telephone, you're left with the shell, you're left with everything, but without the chayis. That's what we're talking about. Is that clear? Good? Okay, I want to read a little bit further because I want to cover a little bit more ground because we're really getting to the, the main focus of what we're going to be dealing with in this Hemshech, right? We're going to finish with the discussion on Rosh Hashanah, finish with the discussion on Shabbos, and we're going to get into more of the discussion of what the Hemshech is really about. So then it says, So now, it's like a sleep. So this idea of sleeping, this is like an idea of darkness or concealment regarding the body. Why? Because you're uprooting, you're taking away, you're sucking away the light. So that's a beautiful example of what happens with the person. Right? When a person goes to sleep at night, what winds up happening? Right? He's still there. He's still there. And in fact, he even has dreams. But he's not thinking from the point of view of a conscious thinker. He's not thinking in a rational way when he's sleeping. But everything looks the same. The body looks the same. The person looks the same. Everything looks the same. But what have we done? We've taken that that source of energy that is one's consciousness and we've removed it. And now all that's left is a subconscious mind that's sort of just keeping the show running. But it's not, he's not functioning in a normal way. It's not a bad thing. We need to go to sleep. It's just these are the facts of what's happening. 
Okay, so now where we have to go with this is we're going to we're going to get to this whole idea of really discussing the difference between panemius and chitonius and how it applies not just to a human being but how it applies in all the worlds, right? And that's where we're going to be going with this hemshech. Good. All right, let's stop here for today. Uh, please go over it. I'll post uh, I'll post it right now. Mitzvah so that I don't forget. Okay, so.